We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yes, sir. T.O.'s in the building. Y'all better get y'all popcorn ready because we ready? have Mr. Amon Ross St. Brown. Brown is in the building from the Detroit Lions, fourth round pick of the 2021 NFL Draft. Thanks for joining us, of brother. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Oh, good. Like you said, it was he's the second. Second Detroit Lion. Yeah. Your teammate, Michael Brock, Brockers, was in the building. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah. Brock. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was cool, Brock. bro. He's a cool he was, dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Sure. So, you know, y'all met a while back. You met a couple, met him a couple of times, right? Yeah, so uh, my first day at USC when I first enrolled, you and Julio were working out at SC. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Then we all came out and worked yeah, out. Yeah, it was cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what's up. Oh, yeah. man, man, that was... That, that was, was a minute like, ago. Five, that was like four, 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 five years ago. Yeah, four five years, years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was Absolutely. cool. That was cool. And again, that's kind of how uh, me and Amon Ra met at B2G practice. Yeah. Of course, yeah. this whole... This is the story I tell everybody about him, right? I knew when he's going to be great. Right, I don't say that about a lot of people, you know. This, nah, right? really? Uh-oh. So <laughs> I got to hear this story. Seventh grade. Okay, you know how we warm up in, in the NFL. We right. do pat and go, yeah. right? So in, when we practicing at B2G, we'd warm up the same way, right? right. We got we to perform else you're not going to be on the team, right? So he's there. Older brother was there. We're playing with a lot of other older cats, right? So we're doing pat and go balls. You know how you stay straight. You keep the ball on the outside. Right. When he was doing that naturally, I said he can play. In the, in the seventh grade. In the seventh grade. Because, again, you, you've seen NFL practice yeah. now. Not everybody just does it naturally, catches right, the just, ball yeah. on the outside just tracks shoulder. It. They don't yeah. track it like Natural that. Natural tracking. And he did it in seventh grade, and I was like, okay, okay, young <laughs> okay. fella. Let's yeah. go. Let's go, man. Yeah, so how you enjoying the NFL so far? I like it. It's cool. It's fun. Um, it definitely took me, took me a minute to get used to everything. Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest difference, I would say, from college to the pros is the business side of it. Yeah. In, the, in college, it's, you know, you're in the locker room, all your boys. You're all going to class together. Um, you live together, you do everything together, you go cafeteria together. Um, and, the, and the pros is you got your own family, people have their own families, mm-hmm. got wife and kids. Uh, and the biggest thing is, I mean, dudes getting cut left and right. So yeah, I remember when yeah. I first pulled up rookie minicamp, uh, it was obviously all the rookies, some trial guys. Um, we finished that on Sunday, and you see a dude packing his bags, leaving. I'm like, damn, they already cut him? That quick. He's like, yeah, he's out. I was like, shoot. I was looking around like, when am I getting cut? <laughs> yeah, damn. yeah, yeah. But nah, so that just cut me. Kept me motivated throughout, um, mm-hmm. kept me hungry. Obviously, you know, being a fourth-round pick, I was already hungry coming in. Um, mm-hmm. 
But just the whole thing, it was just it was eye opening for sure. Yeah, because well, again, T was a third round pick, I was yeah. a seventh round pick, yeah, okay. and we talk about it a lot on this show. Yeah. It's like that hunger you can't. It's hard to keep that when you're the number one pick or the number right, two right. pick. Um, but for you to be in a fourth round pick, keep that hunger because yeah. that's gonna take you through some, some yeah, trials and tribulations. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, I think that's what's so unique about us really just knowing that path that you know late rounders mm. you know take going into the you know into the National yeah. Football League. Um, obviously, other than the business side, what is like the bit? What's the biggest adjustment that you've had to make? I would say on the field, like you said, making that comparison with college now into the pros, and you went to USC, so yeah. mm-hmm. it's not like a slouch of a program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I would say a big difference too is it's more mental, definitely more more mental. Um, in college, you know, obviously there's guys that are some are faster, some are stronger. You get to the right. league, everyone's fast, everyone's strong. Shoot, D lineman running. I don't know if you saw the, mm. the combine last oh, week. Fuck. Six six running four four seven four eight. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, sheesh. So you catch a, you catch a screen. You got a D lineman coming at you full oh, you speed. You better get so. up out of there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's definitely more mental. Just knowing coverages, things like that. Um, and for me, that's what I'm trying to take the biggest step in next year. Just understanding defenses. Because um, like like I said, I, I mean, you can catch the ball, you can run the route, but if you know what you're getting before you get out there, it's just gonna for me, it's gonna make it that much easier. So what is it gonna take for you, Amon Ross St. Brown, to get in the top five to be in the the, the conversation. Yeah, the conversation with the the Julio Jones, the Devontae uh, the ABs, Adams, the, the Adams yeah. your Cooper Cups. Um, now, like I said, you're on the infancy, the embryonic stage of your career. Yeah. What is it going to take to get to get in that top five? Uh, honestly, I think for a lot of players in the NFL, it's a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch the first ten games I had. You know, I didn't get the opportunities that I had the last you know seven weeks. So. I think a bunch of it is opportunity, but now that I showcase what I can do, mm-hmm. I think it's just going to help me out for my career. Um, and then, you know, keep getting the opportunities that I have and taking, making the most of them. Mm-hmm. But like I said, getting in that playbook, just perfecting your craft mm-hmm. each and every week, off season, just taking every week, week by week, getting better at something. And like I said, I just want the opportunity. Once yeah. I get the opportunity, I think right, I'm going to right. Well, so, well we, we know as a receiver, we know when the opportunities don't come, we get frustrated, yep. right? right? And we kind of, we might vocalize ourselves in different ways. Mm-hmm. For you to be that guy, I know, I know you mentally, right? You're that dude up here, like, I'm the best in the world, mm-hmm. whatever. But when it wasn't happening in those first eight games, I know you were frustrated, but how did you hide the frustration? How did you deal with the frustration? Uh, that's a good question. For me, um, like honestly, yeah, because you got the first half of the season, like yeah. you said, you just explained, it's like you didn't really have the opportunities exactly. in the second half, then you were able to, you know, make the most yeah. of those opportunities. And like I said, the frustration at some point it sets in, yeah. and you guys didn't have your winning the first win was like late, yeah, we yeah. yeah, ten, we ten. Yep. so that's got to be extra pressure, just extra, just tension building uh-huh. up. Yeah, I would say for me, it was just. It was a whole new experience. You know, we had new coaches, mm-hmm. new, a new quarterback, new receivers, a whole new system for us. Right. So it definitely took us time getting used to it, um, I would say as an offense for sure. But for me, I just, you know, what I thought about always was everyone's process is different. Everyone has a yeah. different route. Not everyone can, some dudes shine early and then, you know, fall off later. Some dudes aren't doing much early in their career. Like Adam Thielen didn't do much, special mm-hmm. teams guy. Later mm-hmm. in his career, started, you know, making a bunch of plays. So for me, yeah. it was like, I knew the cream cream's always going to rise to the top. That's mm-hmm. something my dad always taught me growing up. And so I knew at the end of the day, once I get my opportunity, um, I was going to make most of it. Right. And for me, it was just a matter of time. That's how I saw yeah. it. Um, just kept my head yeah. down. 
Um, I mean, your rookie numbers are great at yeah. the end, right? You yeah. 90 catches for a rookie, set the Detroit Lions uh-huh. record, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Megatron, Calvin Johnson was in Detroit. So yeah. you're, you're making a splash, obviously. Um, but again, were you frustrated when you, because you, I guess the expectations were different when you were there in San Fran. Though. Right, yeah. Because right. well, I wasn't really looked upon as being the guy. You know right, I mean? right, right, you right. Know what I mean? But him coming in, like I said, like I said it's so much newness you yeah. know, to him. And yeah. it's like coming from a program that's used to winning. Yeah. Now you have to adjust. And then we asked Michael about that too, yeah. having to adjust to losing. What is that like mentally, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Having to stay on the grind and you're, you know, before you got your win, you guys were close to winning. You know, there were some blowouts. Yeah. And then you start, you guys started to jail and saw that what, you know, saw what you guys were capable of toward the end of the year. Do you take that into this, you know, to the next season, having that as momentum, uh, knowing and seeing what you guys could do? Because you guys beat some pretty, pretty decent teams. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, I would say our whole team was, we had a bunch of young cats on our team. Um, we were all super hungry. That's something that I really liked about our team. Our mm-hmm. coach, we love Coach Campbell, like I was telling you earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a player's coach. I mean, he's, he's tough. You can tell in his interviews. People always ask me, how do you like Coach Campbell? Right, they, right, they just right. see the immediate interviews. Right. But he, he is definitely a gritty dude. He loves mm-hmm. the game. And our team was a bunch of young guys. We were all out there trying to make plays. So mm-hmm. if you watched our season, we had, like you said, a bunch of close games that we lost. I mean, the, we lost our, the Ravens game. Justin Tucker made the longest field goal ever. Right, so right, right. Before he even kicked it, we're like, oh, we got this. this is our first win. Here we go. He made like a 66-yarder to hit yeah. the post. Yeah. We were like, damn. Um, the week after that, we played the Vikings. We went for two, took the lead. They came back with a minute left to win the game. Yep. Another game-winning field goal. So we were close. We lost some really close games. Um, but like, for, like I said, for us, we were, we were hungry throughout. We knew, we knew it was there. And I think going into next season, it's just going to give us more motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch a team like the Bengals last year. Yeah, yeah. they weren't the best team. Uh, they go yeah, out, yeah, go to the Super yeah. Bowl. So I think in the NFL, it's always possible for any team. Oh, there's absolutely. a lot of worst to first exactly. uh, scenarios. Yeah, it's in not the NFL. how you start; it's how you finish. Exactly. And I think honestly, you guys show signs of really, really what could really happen coming into this next season. Yeah. I, mean, I see you lighting up, like mm-hmm. you know, like if you guys get it on on track, on par mm-hmm. at the beginning. Like I said, have somewhat of a decent start, yeah. and then yeah. just take what you guys, the momentum that you had at the end of the year into the season. I'm, I'm looking at you guys yeah. at least to have more. Well, they're going to have more than three wins. I mean, that's I'm going sure. to sure. let them say at least eight wins. Yeah. Eight wins? Eight wins. Well, let, let's, let's how, how will, what will get you guys to eight wins? Like, what will get you guys to the playoffs? Because, again, you got a Pro Bowl tight yeah. end, right? You, uh, golf is going to be a second year in the system, mm-hmm. right? You'll... Mm-hmm. Pretty much be the number one. Mm-hmm. Kent is another receiver, another slot guy, a better defensive line. What do you think gets you guys over the hump? I mean, shoot, we have a, I think we have a lot of draft picks. I don't know how many we have this year. We got, yeah, got the second pick, we got the 32nd <laughs> in the first round. So we got yeah. two in the first. Those two alone are, should be starters. Um, yeah, yeah. We're definitely gonna get another receiver. Yeah. Um, whoever we get in the second pick, I mean, that's a game changer. Yeah. Day one starter for sure. Right. So I think we're missing a few pieces. Um, like you said, second year in the system for golf and all of us. Um, our O-line is really solid. Yeah. I mean, we got Panay that we drafted last year. Yeah. He's only going to get better. Yep. Um, well, let, let me ask, let me ask you this. Since you're, you, know, you know what type of receiver you are, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Let's say the Lions do draft a receiver. What receiver fits you? What complements your play? Uh, I would say a, a big receiver. A big guy? Okay. Yeah, a big go-get-it type receiver. Okay. Uh, I think we can definitely use that. Someone that can go up, make, make the 50-50 ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I could for sure make it, but right, yeah, someone yeah. else that can do it too is yeah, big. Take a little pressure exactly. off you a little bit. A, b- a big receiver, I think, would be huge to the huge yeah. to our offense for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. what's the strength to your game? You know, obviously, you like to make plays. You consider yourself a playmaker. Like I said, I haven't watched a lot 
uh, of, of what you did. Obviously, I know I've been here in California, saw the news, you know, I saw what you did here at USC. That what's the strength to your game? And then obviously, like I said, progressing. And like I said, he just asked you a great question, like what are you going to need to obviously to complement your play? You need, yeah. a, you need a big receiver to turn those 50-50 balls into like 80-20 balls, uh -huh. you know, mm -hmm. advantage receiver. Um, so now progressing, getting to your career, you know that you're going to you're going to be double teamed. Once you start making plays, you had mm -hmm. a hell of a rookie season. Yeah. Thank you, appreciate Now that. getting into the meat of your career, once the the the, the coverages start swinging your way, rolling, yeah. the, the identity of a really number one receiver, you got to beat the double team. You got to do the gritty work. You yeah. got to do all of that. What's the best part of your game that's going to elevate the Detroit Lions to like okay? Defensive coordinators, they 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 ain't sleeping at night. Right, they, they study film right, right now. We gotta stop. <laughs> we gotta stop this guy. Yeah, uh, for me, I think it's a bunch of things. Catching the ball, I think, is the most important thing as a receiver. Absolutely. You can make, you can have the best route, anything you want. If you can't make, the, if you can't finish, you're right. no good. So mm, come on, catching come balls on. in the judge machine, I do every every day. Um, I, I catch two hundred two balls after every practice. We got the judge. You said 202? 202, yeah. 202. Tell, well, 202. tell, tell them what 202 means. Uh, I'll tell means. you guys 202. <laughs> uh, so back in the 7-on-7 seven seven circle, we were with Coach Hatch at B2G. You know, we were going a bunch of different cities doing the 7-on-7. Seven seven. My dad, you know, he was a, I don't know if you know, he was a Mr. Universe, Mr. World. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to John Brown. Yes, sir. Big Swole. So he was, he's, he's the reason, you know, he trained us, me and my two brothers okay. growing up. Um, so we were at one 7-on-7 seven seven circuit. And there was this young, young kid who had pretty good hands. My dad's like, damn, he has pretty good hands for being such a young kid. So he went up to his father, asked him, you know, what do you guys do to have such good hands? And the father told him, he goes, we have a judge machine, we catch 200 balls a day. Mm. And my dad goes, damn, I mean, you want to be a receiver, you got to catch the ball, that makes sense. So he said, like, you know, I'm going to buy one. So we got a judge machine, and he goes, we're going to go 202 every day. Mm. We, gotta do, we can't be like him, we got to be better. Got to be better. So 202 has always been my number. Mm. Okay. It's been that ever since I was a... I think awesome. sixth, seventh grade. Awesome. So after practice, I always catch two or two balls. Nice. Um, even now, even in the offseason, catching catching balls. So That's yeah. yeah, keep that up. But yeah. again, to us it's, as old school Wiley veterans, we know that the reason behind that is way more important. Because uh -huh. people are like, oh, I'm just gonna go out and catch balls, yeah. right? But every time you, he's so specific. Two o two means there's a purpose that I'm going to get better than somebody. Today, right. there's intention. There's intention. There's intention. That's big. Yes, That's major. Yeah. Keep yeah. that. Keep keep That's being specific yeah. like that. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, I want to go back kind of to a lot of times on the show we have older guys, right? Yeah. So we talk about the transition out of the NFL and what we're doing now type of deal. But for you, you're going into it. You're transitioning into uh -huh. a professional receiver. So I want to go back a little bit in the high school career because you had so much success, right? All American, played at modern day, and things seem like they never were bad for you. Like, what were your down times during this struggle of getting to the NFL? Yeah, because you guys were looking 0-16. Oh, but because you've never lost, you know. Like yeah. I said, we it's like you guys you were come never. Come from a winning program, like we played. USC. We played in a modern day when That's I was at crazy. Long Beach Poly. Like they, you know, we had like thirteen dudes with double offers, and they beat us by like thirty. Blown out. You know what I'm saying? Get so blown out. You had so much success. Like, were there any down times during that process? Um, I would say the draft for sure. Okay. Um, you know, like you said, being an All-American, this, that, and the other, going to modern day, going to USC, playing there. And then heading into the draft, I, w I knew I wasn't going first round, but second day I thought I was going for sure, you know, second, mm -hmm. third round. And I think the, the hardest part was having to wait the extra day because they do the draft. They go first round, first day. Yep. Second day you got second and third round, then yep. the rest of the round is the third day. So having to sleep on not being drafted was, I think, mm -hmm. 
How was that night? Describe that night. Yeah, right? so, you, so I, second, third round was, was day two of the NFL right. draft, right? So you didn't get drafted. You're going home. You're going to sleep that night. So what's going through your mind? During yeah, that? so, you know, that two, three weeks before the draft, NFL reaches out. Yeah, we want to set up a camera, this, that, and the other in your house because I didn't go to the draft, obviously. We want to set up a camera, uh, you know, capture this moment when you get drafted, show it on TV. I was like, okay, cool, cool. They set it up and everything. I had invited a bunch of people over for yeah, the second day. Yeah, yeah. Had a bunch of family and friends over, like I would say around 40 people at the mm -hmm. house. Um, Man, so I'm just crazy. waiting there. I remember second round went by. I'm like, damn, still haven't heard my name called. Third round is, I think there's more than 32 picks in the third round. It gets, it gets right. a little bigger. Right, yeah, concentratory yeah. picks. I just remember seeing receivers. Yeah, <laughs> I messed that word up. <laughs> I remember receivers going before me. I'm like, yeah. I know I'm better than him. I know yeah, I'm better than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the last name gets called, I forget who it is, of the third round. Day's over. Mm -hmm. uh, I just remember having to say bye to everyone. Uh, mm, thank you for coming, this, that, and the other. Um, shoot. Humbling, frustrated, mad, Pissed off, sad. for sure. Pissed, okay. Pissed off, yep. Okay. Um, just saying bye, going home. And I remember on my way home, I'm like, there's, there's no way. So right when I got to the, back to the house, went on the jugs, caught 202, bang, right before I went to sleep. Mm. Went to sleep. Uh, the third day is actually early in the morning, so I got 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. So woke up early, and I was like picking like the first six, six or seven picks in the fourth round. So bang, I heard my name called. Um, a lot of people say they're happy when they're drafted. Obviously, I was happy I was drafted, but I was still, I still wasn't as happy as I wanted to be, you know? Mm -hmm. It was like that. There was still something burning inside of me. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'm grateful, obviously, that the Detroit Lions drafted me. Super excited. Um, you know, they took a chance. I mean, I couldn't thank them for any, anything more, but I was always pissed off. I mean, even to this day, it's a day that I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. And those, those 16 receivers, I can name all of them. Absolutely. Where they went to school. Absolutely. Uh, everything. Right now. I can tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> but but so, do you understand you needed that? 100%. I think it helped me for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm curious to, to know, especially with the expectations. Obviously, you have an agent. You know, they, you talk to him closely. You know, prior to the draft, you kind of get a projection of where you may be. You just said you didn't, you weren't going in the first round, yeah. but in your mind, at least second, second or third, third, no right. later than third, yeah. you fall to fourth. Again, you've already said, how does it make you feel? What do you think made the drop from your expectations of maybe and your agents' conversations of maybe going in the second or third? Yeah, round what were teams saying to, to at the, that, to the at fourth? That what made you go from like? those wherever you and your agent projected you to go to the fourth round, especially with All-American playing at USC. And that doesn't guarantee you. Yeah. But obviously, like I said, being at UC, being in LA, we saw you. We know mm -hmm. you went to modern day. You're like one of the top. What, yeah. what, what do you think what made you drop? I still couldn't tell you. Wow. Being honest. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. I still couldn't tell you. Um, wow. I mean, you look, you look at the numbers. I think I could have over 1,000 easy this year. But I mean, I didn't start getting you know really activated to right, the yeah, season. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I'm looking at those numbers. What nine? Even nine, twelve. Nine receptions. Yeah. You don't like I said. Nine five. Yeah. Slow start in the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. um, then you pick up. Um, obviously, I'm sure a lot of that was was it chemistry. It was uh, a bunch. Yeah. Just continuity. Exactly. With the, new like coaches. Said, new coach. New quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, new system. Exactly. And then, like I said, you're getting acclimated as the season yeah. goes along. Um, and I think that's what for me looking at your numbers and what 
is to be in the future. You got golf. You're gonna have more years with him, yeah. um, and having him develop that rapport, your relationship, yeah. um, then you you definitely have the trajectory to do some some big and great things. Yes, what is it gonna take uh, with you and golf to to get on to get in that 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 Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams yeah. type of mm-hmm. relationship? I think quarterback receiver chemistry is huge. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you know, um, the quarterback knowing where you're gonna be. Mm-hmm. On certain routes, you run a 10-yard out. Not every receiver has the same stride length. Some mm-hmm. might be at 11, some might be at 12. Right. And that yard is huge in a route, in a play. So just running, repping the routes with the quarterback, knowing mm-hmm. where you're going to be, knowing how he throws the ball, him knowing how I run my routes, I think is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just building that chemistry with him is right. going to be, it's going to be, you know, it's going to help me out a lot. And even in zone coverages, him yeah. knowing that I'm going to sit it down at, at a certain look, my breakout against a certain look, just certain things like that, I think it's going to help me and him out a lot next year. And again, you guys are working out in the offseason together, yep. obviously, and you're a workout-a-holic. Right? Yeah. You've been doing this for, again, shout out to John Brown, because yeah. you made him a workout-a-holic. Yep. And of course, Equinemius and Osiris as well, shout out to them boys. And it's like, do you take any of that competitive spirit you had with your older brothers to what you're doing now? 100%. Okay. Um, you know, growing up, having two older brothers, I don't know if you have brothers or not, or any siblings. I'm the oldest. You're the oldest? Yeah, okay. I'm the oldest. So you're like EQ. Um, <laughs> but being the youngest, I would say you're always having, we're so close in age, year and a half. Right. The oldest is three years older than me. So we did everything together lifting, running, working out, um, playing video games, playing basketball. Right. And I'm the youngest. So mm-hmm. when you're that year and a half, at, when you're six and he's nine, that's huge. That's, that's huge. A huge yeah. So me, I'm always having to push extra harder, whatever we're doing. Yeah. Um, having to scratch and claw to win, he can, you know, mess around and beat me because he's older than me. Right, right. And taller. Right, at, taller. At, nine, <laughs> at nine and you're six, you're like still like a little baby, baby. almost. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You're getting mushed in the face. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So he's messing around, beating me, being easy to beat me. I'm going right. to scratch and claw just to barely lose. Right. Um, so yeah. I think it really, growing up, that really gave me that competitive, you know, nature. Obviously having a dad like my dad, uh, he instilled that in us. But being the youngest, I think has helped me a lot. Obviously, you know, I, I can't thank my older brothers enough for what they did. They paved the way for me. I was able to see, you know, them going to college, them picking their school, why they picked their school, mm-hmm. him going to the combine, him telling me, you know, what to look out for and whatnot. Right. So yeah, I'm true. thankful to have an older brother for sure. Um, but I think it definitely has, you know, yeah. it's molded me into who I am today. Yeah, that's big. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So give me something during that high school time with, again, working out with Equinemius and, and Osiris that your dad was telling you that sticks with you till today? You know, oh, so many stories he told us. Um, <laughs> he's a, he's a great storyteller. Yeah, he really is. Because um, <laughs> uh, I knew, again, you guys were at it every day, yeah. all day for years upon years. It's like, right. is there something that just sticks out that, that, you know, your dad was saying, like, make sure we're doing this to cover all the... I remember him always telling us there's not there's a 95% of the world and there's the 5%. Mm. And the 5% are the dudes that are always doing extra, doing more. Mm-hmm. And he always taught us to be the 5%. So that's something that always stuck with me is being that 5%. Mm. Um, another thing he taught us is life is full of choices. It's all mm-hmm. decisions. Anything you do in life is a decision you make. Mm-hmm. If I decide to go out that door or that door, that's the decision I'm making. Mm-hmm. So you know before you do anything, it's a decision you made mm-hmm. and you got to stick with that. And Everything you do is a choice, so it's a decision to get up early in the morning, go work out, mm-hmm. go eat, make sure you're you know, taking your protein, whatever it is you got to do, you're doing it. So everything in life is a decision you make um, and be, trying to be that 5%. Yep. Okay, cool. Speaking again, speaking of protein, right, we yep. know you, as a family, as a family company, speak on cane protein for yeah, so a little bit. Cane protein is you know, uh, a protein that my dad developed when we were really young, mm-hmm. I would say. I was about seven years old and you do the math my other brother was eight and a half and eq was you know nine ten mm-hmm. um and my dad really just wanted to get, get us bigger get us stronger he was a bodybuilder like i told you earlier um so we, we started lifting at a really young age um and he would just wanted to get us you know get us a little bigger get us a little stronger so we took some protein and i was trying been trying to tell my son that <laughs> man you know when he was in high school when he was like eighth grade i was trying he to get him to do lift it. weights yeah. it was just a it was just a struggle you know because you know, he's listening to his mom, like, you know, you, you should don't need lift, that. You should be lifting weights at this age. I'm yeah. like, yo, like, we grew up in the South. Like, in eighth and ninth grade, we were already starting to lift weights. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, out here, you know, California, kids grow up a little bit different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fortunately, fortunately for yeah. you, you had a dad that basically you knew, uh-huh. you know, knew how to kind of steer you guys in the right direction. Yeah. And those are some of the things, too, I tried to, you know, really kind of share with him about taking protein to get him bigger. You know, yeah. which will equate to being faster and stronger and all those things. Yeah. But it's good to hear someone like you hear you say that because, yeah. like you said, you what seven and a half, eight, yeah. whatever. When you started to, you know, hear a lot of these things about yeah. getting bigger, yeah. faster, taking and care stronger, of your body, taking care exactly. of your, bo- your yeah. body. Exactly. So sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. I, you're good. Yeah. So he um, he developed this protein for us, and it, he was we were the only ones taking it. Mm-hmm. So he didn't, you know, mass produce it for anyone. It was just for us to take. Right. So we would take it, you know, every day here before we left and whatnot. 
And then once we got to high school, he's like, people were asking him, you know, because we were always bigger than most kids. Right. We looked stronger. Tariq, I'm trying to... Listen to, your, listen to your dad, boy. I'm yeah. trying, trying to tell you. Hey. <laughs> so we were always bigger, stronger, and parents started asking him, you know, what do you do, this, that, and the other? Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, we lift, obviously. We lift a lot, this, that, but we also take protein. So he's like, you know what? My, my, I can sell it to people and whatnot. Um, he knew at the end of the day they weren't going to put in the work that we were doing, so they right. probably won't look like us, but it'll help him because right. at the end of the day, you can't just take Any protein. Any bit helps. Exactly. Bit. You can't just take protein and get big. You got to put the work in. So right. uh, the protein definitely helps. Um, so he started selling to people. Um, that's when you know people started getting a hold of it. Kids were getting stronger, kids were getting bigger. At that point, I was in college already, doing my own thing. And he actually just came out with a new, a new label, the black label. So okay. better nutrients, uh, easier on the gut, and it's overall a better, a better protein. Okay. It's, it's legal, but it's barely legal, so be careful. Okay. <laughs> you gotta be working out with it, right? That's yeah. the key. Right. And where can they get uh, Cane Protein? If so he actually has a website, uh, okay. caneprotein.com. You can order it there, right on the website. Super okay. easy. Is it Kane, K-A-N-E? C-A-N-E-P-R-O-T-E-I-N-E.com. You can order right there. There's vanilla, there's chocolate, and then there's the black label. So you choose which one you want. Be careful now. Hey, hey, listen, I'm going to give them a hard question, right? So Kane protein, right? We know it works. What you going to do if, like, Myoplex comes to you with a big money offer? What you, what you going to tell Pops? What if they're like, yo, here's two and a yeah. half for the next 12 months? What you, I'm going to be like Myoplex. Well, actually, I'm, I'm with plant fuel. You know? <laughs> I got some protein, yeah. too. You, you know, know what I mean? hey, might want to you know, get you, get you, you one of those do? deals as well. What? Might have to talk to Myoplex. Be like, Myoplex, listen here. You're going to have to partner with Daddy right now. Then, and we can make this happen. There but you before go. Before that, we can't talk. There you go. Keep <laughs> yeah. it in the family. Yeah, yeah, yes, right. That's yes, what's sir. up. Yeah. So, um, and again, I, I know that you know your dad was a showman, right? One uh -huh. uh, Mr. World. Mr. Right? World, Mr. Three Universe. times, yes. and Mr. Universe. So he has, he gave you the confidence. I yeah. just, I never seen kids with as much confidence as he had, right? So we do this thing called the Nike opening at the end of every summer where all the top high school kids across the nation top, come to, okay. right? So we've never seen this before. Right? So we're doing one-on-ones, and of course, all the top guys are going against the top guys. Amon Ra called out every single top guy, every single one. Like, not like, oh, maybe I'll go again. Like, no, you, come on. What? And one, and again, I was right, I was, put, I was putting oh, them together. We, I, I, was, we, I was like Cupid, I was putting them together. Like, okay, you here, you, you come over here. He won eight out of nine reps. No, we gotta get, the, we gotta get those clips. We gotta get, oh, the, yeah, the clips is we out there. We gotta get those clips. <laughs> the clips I, is I, out, right? I, I, I They're on YouTube this. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, but yeah, I mean, obviously when we talking yeah. about this, you know, we gotta seg, you know, yeah, segue yeah, to, yeah. you know, show. I gotta yeah. see, do, I do you remember that? I remember do, yeah. Yeah, I remember. When I was like, it's not, because not even if he wins the rep, it's the competition that he wants right, right, right. play after play after play. And I was like, yeah, he gonna be special. It's and it's special. and it's funny you say that that you look at that as being competitive. Mm -hmm. Some through somebody else's eyes, through the lens of somebody else, mm -hmm. they may say, Oh, that's arrogant, that's cocky. You hear what I'm saying? Ooh, but, yeah. but the thing to is somebody, like, to right, some parent yeah. out there, you're right. Right. But to you, like I said, and in that environment is competition, it's one on one. Yeah. You want to go against the best, yeah. and then some people they shy away from that. Um, is that something? Like I said, I'm sure you don't do it in practice, but at some points, I, I, I it does, does get a little cheap. I think chippy. he does it in practice. It, it does get a little <laughs> cheap because I remember when playing in San Fran, like yo, it got to the point to like playing behind Jerry. Yep. I knew that I started to be a compliment to him, and then I started to really become my own person. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then it got every day they watch film 
after practice, just like we watch film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it became every day, how can I get better? I'm a student of the game. I'm, every day I'm watching Jerry, I'm watching JJ. I'm watching even free agents that came to our squad. I'm looking at, okay, what makes them good at what they do? Mm -hmm. Even slot receivers. There's a reason why they're on the squad. There's a reason why they're in training camp. It's something unique and special about their ability. Yeah. That's For me, that's how I got better because I watched other guys and I'm like, okay, mm. what is it about him that yeah. gets him open? Yeah. Take a mean? piece, take a small piece. Exactly. I started dissecting, just take a little piece from this guy, that guy, that guy, and then kind of just put it in my tool bag. Yeah. You know? So then when I started to like evolve as a receiver, those are some things, like I said, the confidence, it started to build. Yeah. So it got to the point of where they started like, oh, he's about to be a problem. Mm -hmm. So it became competition. Like Jerry was Jerry. Like, nah, nah, ain't nobody been really called like Jerry. Yeah, but for me, third rounder, you know, I didn't really have a chip on my shoulder. I just wanted to, I just wanted to get better. Yeah. I had that hunger they to get better. They called you out because you looked ugly in your uniform. You had that, that big shoulder pad. You kind of look, look I like, sloppy. I can beat him. <laughs> I you know what I'm saying? Because you know I, mean? I, I was raw and I was green. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I said, I didn't have those found, the foundations of, of, of a, a freak receiver. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had to really just build every year. And I, and I saw my confidence grow. And then I had my receiver coaches that I had. They started to instill the confidence in me too because they saw the potential. Yeah. They saw the potential of me becoming who I became before I even did. Yeah. Because like I said, you're going into the rookie camp, the second year, you're still overwhelmed. You're trying to learn the system. Mm -hmm. You're trying to find your way. Exactly. And so as I started to become T.O., I became really competitive. I started to see what I was capable of doing on the field to where it became chippy sometimes in yeah. practice to where mm -hmm. some of the top guys, even some of the veterans, the safe, they wanted to go against me because it was always like, okay, let me humble this. Let me, let me humble this young kid. Yeah. And then so once I started family. to get the success against them, dude, man, it was just, it was like, a, it was, yeah. I was on another level. Yeah. Is that something now that, I mean, we just, we're talking about the confidence. Like I said, you had it at an early age. Is it easy for somebody to get under your skin, or do you just wake up? Wait. Right, you wake up and you, <laughs> when you know you got it, you got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think confidence. I was talking with some of the receivers on my team. Uh, I think confidence is the biggest, one of the biggest things in anything in life, but especially in, in sports. Mm -hmm. You watch guys like it's hard to explain, but you see certain guys. You know that you know they're better than what they are. Mm -hmm. They start making a few plays, and the confidence. You, you can tell right away they have confidence. They're playing with confidence. Yep. They're being themselves. They know they can do it. Um, for me, like you said, learning the play, but doing all that, it kind of slows you down at a, at a young age. Being a rookie, you're so focused on you know making the running the right route, getting your depth, all that. That you're not really playing free. Yeah. So for me, early on, I feel like that's how I was playing. I was didn't you know trying to make sure I was running the right route, getting the right position. You know my splits, my depth, whatnot. But throughout middle of the season, you start. I mean, it's every week you're getting used to the, how they play, how they call the plays. You know certain formations we run, what they like to run. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, for me, once, once I started to get that down, it was I got out there, he called the beginning of the play, I already knew what I had at the end of the play. I didn't yep. have to listen to the whole play call. So now I'm thinking about what the defense is about to do, what, I'm got, what look I'm about to get, what they like to do on second down, this, down, the other. Yep. So now I'm thinking passive play, I'm thinking about how I'm gonna get open on this play. Right. So I think all that falls into you know, confidence and that just adds to it. And for me, being competitive, like, like I was talking about earlier, I mean, we do one-on-ones in practice and whatnot. Right. Uh, but if someone, I'm already, you know, I try to win every rep and whatnot. No doubt. Every time. But if someone tries to, you know, eggs me on, does some little thing that I just, I don't like, <laughs> I'm on when I'm ready. Like, right. Come on, Stay let's go on again. Ready. Let's yeah. go again. Right. And I'm going to win next time, I promise. So 
For me, it's just I'm I'm trying to win. I think one on ones is one of the best. I love one on ones. That's my favorite oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. If you watch my my clips oh, from yeah, high I school, wait. I still love one on ones. So I gotta see it's this. just mano y mano. Who could beat who? So right, right. Um, I love it still to this day, but. Yeah, no, I think that competitive, I, I start with it. Right, and I mean, obviously, like I said, you know all the receivers that you said that were drafted yeah. before you, were 16 of them, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. way yeah. to school, this, that, and the other. Um, Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Obviously, Jamar Chase um, out of LSU, um, played in the Super Bowl. What do you think about his game? And like I said, I didn't really know much about him. I mean, obviously, I watched the SEC. Like I said, I, I didn't expect him to do some of the great things that uh-huh. he did this year. And obviously, like I said, just listening to you talk, I, you feel like your skill set is on par with what he did. What do you think has elevated his game? And what do you think in comparison you know, to his game that you guys are you know, similar? Yeah, I think he's a great receiver. You watched, you watched all season. I mean, he broke, mm-hmm. broke records. Um, I think something he does really well is the goal ball. Mm-hmm. He creates everything with his goal ball. If you're scared mm-hmm. of his goal ball, he can run you right off that. You're scared yeah, he's going to go right. deep. So yeah. he runs a great goal ball. <clears throat> he knows how to squeeze a defender. Last minute, he lets the ball fade him. I mean, you have a quarterback like Joe Burrow also. They mm-hmm. play together, like I talked about earlier, the chemistry. Yeah. He knows Jamar Chase. He right. knows Joe. So that in alone is already helping him from the start, which, right, right. you know, receivers, we get. We know to have a quarterback that you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's so helpful. So... He's a great receiver. Don't get me wrong. He's awesome. Um, right. Joe Burrow's a, a beast. They're just a great duo, in my right, opinion. Right, right, right. So, again, you're in Motown, right? Yep. You had the Barry Sanders days. You had Megatron days. Do you feel that you can put this team, this organization, the city, on your back and get them back to the playoffs and, and championship football? Definitely. I think we can make the playoffs next year. Um, we're going to get, I think we'll get some pieces in this in the offseason, mm-hmm. some free agents, some draft picks that are going to help us out. But... I think we got the pieces. Um, we just got to, you know, put it together. If we win those close games, I think we'll be right in it. Right. No, um, no, do you think you can do oh, it as a leader? Do I think I can do it you take, Can you take that, and that, that weight, that yeah. heavy weight, and put it on your back and, let, and let's say let's go? Yeah, because as you said, I mean, that's, that's, like I said, with everything that's going on with that organization over the years, yeah. we don't have to talk about it. And then you see you have Jared Goff, who was just here in L.A. with the Rams. Obviously, there are some questions about him as a quarterback. Is that enough? You know, because like I said, you can only do what he's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. As a receiver, right. we can't do what we do without the quarterback. Exactly. Like I said, there's going to be those going to be throughout the course of the season. It's already questions about Kenny. Kenny lead teams to wins. If that's not him, is that you? How can you guys make that happen? I sure. I think, I think we can both lead easily. You know, quarterback, receivers, 
the quarterback can't do anything without the receiver, right. just like the receiver can't without the quarterback. So it goes yeah. hand in hand. They both need each other. But I feel like, you know, me personally, having this city on my back, that would be a, definitely a dream of mine. Mm -hmm. I, I was talking to someone a few months ago, and he asked me the same question. Um, you know, Lions fans, they're serious. I didn't know it was like that until I got out there. Um, mm -hmm. and like you said, the history that they've had, haven't won right. too many games, but they right. still love their players. They, they love the, the team. Um, they're at every game supporting us. So to have them, you know, supporting me, me being able to, you know, if I'm lucky enough, keep balling mm -hmm. and put them on my back, that'll be, that'll be huge. Right, because I see, I mean, I, when he's, I'm, I'm hearing him talk, I'm seeing the Saints, you know, how they were back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's bags over their heads, and then, you know, they get, you know, get a few Start pieces winning, here yeah, and winning there, and they got Drew Brees. And, and in America, know, they get a receiver. winning cures Yeah, all. they get a receiver, uh, running back, good defense. Like I said, like I said, in the playoffs, it's any it's any team's game. Yeah. Right. You, you just got to get there. You just got to get, get to there. The so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to, like I said, just to sit down. This has been a joy for me just to sit yeah, down yeah. and talk Appreciate to you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, you can tell you, you you got everything intact, man. Good head on your shoulders. Good, great work ethic. You know, thanks to your your dad and mom, I'm yep. sure, and your brothers pushing you. And so I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm, I'm a fan now. Like thank said, you, thank I said, I know we crossed paths when early on. Yeah. Uh, but, man, this, is, this has yeah. been... Tremendous treat, man. Now, you're, are you a football head, though? Do you like, are I you engulfed football. in football? Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna see if you can take us back a little bit. So, I wanna get your top five wide receivers of all time. <clears throat> all time? Of all time, and it can't be nobody who's playing currently. So, you gotta go back a little bit to, to your 90s, 2000s, mm -hmm. to, you know, you don't gotta go back to the 70s on Fred Belitnikoff or nothing no, no, like no, that. For sure. <laughs> give, me, give us your it's top five wide receivers. Okay. You know um, what I'm and again, no, no order, just no five, order. you know, yeah. so nobody can get mad. So the, one, is the person sitting next to me, I can put him in, got to, right? Yeah, I wouldn't put him in, but <laughs> you wouldn't. No, you ain't I, I, no, you I, don't I, have I put, to. He's in my top five. Listen, here, here, here it goes. You play, I know you play with Jerry, but yeah. I'm going to go Randy number one. Okay. I'm going to go Jerry two. All right. Um, shoot, that's tough. <laughs> I'm put Vince Carter in there. Chris Carter. Oh, Chris, Chris Carter. Carter. Chris Carter. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, that's all right. We like no, Vince. I like, we like basketball, Vince. too. Yeah, we like Vince. I'll be hooping, so. right. uh, Chris Carter. Okay, yeah. Um, T.O. Yeah. At four. Got one more. At five. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's the tough. That's, that's always a tough one, though. Oh, yeah, the fifth, the fifth guy yeah. is the tough one. That's mm. between two, though. And I know, I know who you're going to say, though. I know who you're going to say. He can't be playing right now, right? Can't be playing right now. Because I know there's... It's between two names. Is Larry Fitz still playing? There, he ain't playing. Nah, That's what I'm putting Larry in there. Fitzy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Fitzy's yeah, going yeah, always going to be yeah, I got to figure, yeah, he was hovering around. <laughs> you know, all of Fitzy yeah. always hovering. Just yeah, a quiet, yeah. great career, man. Great, but, great, uh, great but again, so, uh, in a, you know, to, to kind of finish the, the show, uh, I made a bet about you about uh, seven, eight months ago with Ryan Clark, Bucky, uh, Willie McGinnis, and everybody was on the chase. Jamar Chase, yeah. Everybody's on, I'm like, you know what? I'll bet Amara has a better career than Chase. They all, they all blast for me, Hatch, you're tripping, you the word. I'm, trust me. Because over the time, over time, this next 10 years, watch, Oh, I, 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 believe, I believe Watch it. what I tell you. Well, I, I, I mean, watch what I'm, I tell you. I've been there, you know what I mean? I know, you know what I mean? It's some, a longevity. Yeah, some people don't see it. You know it's longevity, mean? man. And like I said, it's like now, like people try to like some of these, the receivers within the last five to, you know, eight to ten years, you know, they do a few things here and there, and they're already trying to put them in the Hall of Fame. Right, like, yo, right, right, right. 
it's a career. You know what I mean? It's consistency. You know what I mean? You can't just have just a flash here and a flash there. You know what I mean? You can't have, you know, rookie year, you go off, you know, first two years, and then you don't hear nothing from you for like another three years or what have you. It's the consistency. It's like, are you that guy? Can you make an impact? You know what I mean? Not only just personal goals, are you impacting, you know, the team? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's for me is the recipe, really kind of a criteria for, for Hall of Famers. Yeah. You, can, yeah. you can't just have little flashes, you no. know, be a flash in the pan, they call it, you know, here and there. It's just that, like you said, the longevity is consistency. Yep. Yeah, man. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So what else besides football that you want to do over these next 10 years as well? Like outside? Um, yeah. Outside of football, uh, well, right off the bat, I want to do a camp in Germany. A okay. Football camp. Yep, so yep. I know. why German? You speak, you speak. I German, speak right? German. My mom's from Germany. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So uh, I speak fluent German. Um, got family in Germany and everything. So I know they have a few games in Germany this year. Finally, um, hopefully, I don't know if they announced all the teams yet, but they announced a few of the teams. Hopefully, okay. you know the Lions can play in it. But their football is really coming along in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to, and they don't know much like we do out here. I mean, we've been football is the biggest one of the biggest sports here. So. I want to go to Germany, host a camp, hopefully nice. in the next few years, nice. give back to the kids and whatnot. So that's something I want to do right away. Uh, okay. But other than that... If I can be of any help, bro, let me know. Of course, yeah, of course. Um, I, I, mean, I love real estate. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah. Investing. Uh, you know, I know a lot of the people are on the crypto, the crypto train and whatnot. Yeah, you on that train? Not really, no. <laughs> no it's, it's too far ahead, right? I'm too like, far ahead. I, I'm trying I need, to catch I need you to up, see but... my money, so <laughs> I'm, I'm into real estate. All right, um, okay. I love real estate uh, right now. Those are a few things that I'm, yeah, that yeah, I'm right. into right now. Yeah. And again, that's enough. You got you got to focus on football ninety yeah. percent of the time. Exactly. That other ten percent, you put your your energy right, and effort right, somewhere right. else. Yeah. And again, as you you know get further along in your career, that other stuff will start becoming more important. Exactly. But for right now, yeah, focus on ball, man. Focus yeah. on ball. Focus on wins. Yeah. Focus on Pro Bowl. Focus on your money. Yeah. All that other stuff, it'll take care of itself. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, so of course a former USC guy. So yep. uh, they just got a new head coach, Lincoln Riley. Um, I think you guys haven't been really good the last uh-huh. couple of years. Do you think he's going to change the whole dynamic of the USC program? Yeah, bring that, bring back you know yeah. that the Reggie that, Bush days, the Reggie yeah, Bush days, yeah. Matt Liner days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he has a he has a shot. You look at his track record, what he did at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, they say he's one of the smartest coach offensive minds in college. So I actually got a chance to meet with him like okay. a month ago. Went up to the school, said hi to him. I mean, it was a, it was a, an honor, a pleasure to meet him. Um, but no, I think they're headed in the right direction. I don't know if it's gonna happen, you know, next year or the, right, in the next right. two years. Takes time. Right. Exactly. I think in three years they'll be back in the conversation, the top, you know, top ten teams in college, mm-hmm. if not top five. Hopefully, college football playoffs. Who knows? Right. Um, but no, I think they definitely have a shot. They got a lot of new dudes, some transfers. Right. Uh, they got that quarterback Caleb from from Oklahoma. Yeah, he transferred. Him, so. right. Oh, he came with him, right? He came yeah. with him. Yeah. He can do right. anything with a good quarterback. So you ain't lying. That's right there. So. Yeah. I think they for sure they have a shot. Right. Yeah. So like the the USC like is such a big, you know, fan base, alumni base. Are you like involved in the alumni stuff over there? Do you like to go back, talk to the kids and stuff like that? Um not not too much. I'm only a year removed right now, so right. it's kinda, I feel like I'm still in college. I left early. Right, so right, right. I feel like all my buddies are still there, but are you going to get your degree? No, I didn't. I'm six classes away. Are you going to get it I'm though? I'm going to get it. Okay. Yeah, all right, 100%. There you go. I got to get it. Um, Thanks. So I feel like I'm so I was so close with it. So right now I feel like I'm still a student at SC. But right, right, give it right. a few years, I think definitely. I love giving back. Like I said, I want to start a camp. So to get involved with SC's football program, you know, maybe when they have their summer camp, show mm-hmm. up, help out. I would be something I love to do. Yeah, 
That's awesome. Because yeah. again, this USC's big. And yeah. I think when you get done, you know, you're 35, 40 years old, I still think you'll have that relationship with USC. And you're from here. You're yeah. from, you know, Southern California. And was that your, again, you grew up a huge USC fan as well? Not really. That's the crazy part. I wasn't right. a huge USC, I wasn't a huge college fan growing up. Right, right, right. Um, but I remember Reggie Bush. Right. Something right. I really remember from SC. So I know what it Lindale White. Lindale yeah. White, Reggie. Matt Liner. Yeah, Robert Woods, Marquise Lee. Yeah. yeah. Those them, are the guys that I remember, so. Had right. them dogs. Yeah, yeah. Shooting now, what which one, if you could only choose one, which one would you rather go back to and have one year playing? USC or modern day? <laughs> what coaches do I, I get to play with Lincoln? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. nope. It's gotta be no, be no. It can't be Lincoln. It's gotta be your own. My own. Yeah. Uh, yep. I'm gonna go SC. SC. We, we okay. did everything at modern day. We won everything. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Run right. It back right. one more time. Yeah. Run it That's back. What's That's what's up. Yeah. Well, there it All is, right. ladies and gentlemen. Get your popcorn ready with Amon Ross St. Brown. Yep. Yeah. 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 This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.